Hey, hey, we're your hosts. I'm Charlotte. And I'm Jonathan. And we believe that one of the most valuable gifts you can give to yourself is the gift of wholeness through integrating all aspects of what it means to be human. And in this podcast, we're bringing you insight, information, and inspiration to move from a stressful to stress-free life. Your journey to becoming even healthier and happier starts right now. Welcome to Wellness Theory, the podcast. Hello, everybody. Today, this is one definitely for the entrepreneurs and any aspiring entrepreneurs that are listening and that perhaps are feeling a bit stressed out. You want to make money, you want to do good in the world, but perhaps you are kind of on the fence or there's some things holding you back. Then, this is an episode you're absolutely going to love. So, we're joined today by John Daniels, and I'd love to just start off by inviting you just to introduce yourself briefly to us. Well, hey guys. Firstly, thanks so much for having me on the show. Uh, you know, lo- love what you guys are doing and removing stress. I mean, who you know, who doesn't want to have less stress in their exactly. lives? Exactly. <laughs> um, so yeah, so I've been interesting. Uh, I mean, I'm a. I feel like I, I live in these two worlds: like digital marketer, business owner, entrepreneur, and then also you know, wayward philosopher, spiritual kind of truth seeker. <laughs> and um, and for a long time, I felt like these these two worlds were quite separate. Um, and uh, you know, and the way that, but recently it started to sort of to to merge. So I have a, I have two main areas that I work in. I have the, my agency, which is the lead marketer, where I apply lead principles to marketing and help businesses in all sorts of industries make money. And then most recently, I started a group coaching program called Connected Impact, which uh, we're going to start getting into, which I'll explain a little bit more of. Um, but yeah, those are basically the two things that I'm up to at the moment. Amazing. Awesome. That's awesome. So before we kind of delve into those, um, into those two things you're up to at the moment, can you share with our listeners a bit more about you, your story, um, any kind of pivotal moment, any struggles that have led you to where you are now? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So I think, um, you know, born in South Africa, uh, my parents got divorced quite early uh, when I was three. And that kind of, uh, I was like, I learned very early on to uh, kind of withdraw into myself and uh, and have these two worlds to, to uh there was like my internal world and there's the external world these sort of sh- these shadows right where everything i felt like everything that happened around me i had to filter through this process of like is this going to be good enough am i going to get into trouble and it caused me to kind of question a lot of things um, and run everything through my own filter um so what that gifted me with was, was like radical self-awareness so i have a lot of conversations with myself very aware of every single aspect of my of my personality um, and so kind of growing up, going through school, you know, with a lot of different, uh, through a lot of different schools as we moved around with my family, um, gave me uh, a lot of different perspectives, like the, the, the idea of an, of, a, of an objective truth. <laughs> Every time I thought this is true, I think something would change, right? And it gave me this, this insight that, that there's, you know, that there's objective truth and then there's, you know, what... Uh, um, mindful, uh, what Mind Valley called bullshit rules, <laughs> bullshit <laughs> rules. Uh, so when I went into school, I was like, yeah, you know, there's the way that they explain reality to you, and then there's the way it actually operates, uh, which gave me kind of like a rule-breaking sort of, uh, uh, um, you know, I was a bit of an anarchist, <laughs> smoked a lot of weed, uh, you know, asked a lot of questions, got accused of being a Satanist at one point, <laughs> had demons cast out of me. Uh, but this this continual curiosity of like why are we here? What does it mean that we find ourselves alive in this place? Never really left me. Um, when I left school, I was going to study psych- was going to be going to study psychology, but I didn't want to be a psychologist because I was much more interested in, in what's going in in my own head rather than trying to, to fix other people's stuff. I love video games, and I got this this uh, uh, attached to this idea of upgrades. 
you know, you can upgrade your character. And I thought, well, you know, what if we could upgrade ourselves? I heard that, you know, you only use 10% of our brains. I'm like, what's in the rest of it? What's in the rest of it? Like, how do we get in there? And, uh, you know, doing LSD, I think, helped a little bit where I was just like, kind of blew the world wide open and you know, God kind of spoke to me and said like, you know, uh, you know, it's all you, it's all you. You know, everything that you see, like, is, is basically all just a reflection of you. And I was like, wow, this is super crazy. Um, but as as I left left school, didn't go didn't go study psychology. Uh, I thought I'll go and uh, just I'll do a few short computer courses while I decide what I want to do. Um, and uh, did uh, uh, what was the MCSE, the Microsoft Certified Systems Engineer curriculum back then. And they showed you how to how to assemble systems, you know, how to assemble computer systems. Um, and then as soon as I figured, as soon as I uh, finished that, I immediately got hired by the training center to teach the stuff back. Uh, and I was like, I got my first job sort of 12 months out of school. And I was like, I mean, the whole narrative of like, work hard, get good grades, go to university so you can get a job was suddenly completely blown out of the water. And I was like teaching guys like twice my age about this stuff. And I was like, this makes no sense. But it's also, you know, the money still spends, people will still pay me for this stuff. Um, so this idea of, of, of systems um, kind of started to uh, to crystallize for me. But all the time, there were this parallel of technical systems, but then also human systems. Uh, and, um, you know, in <coughs> the system space, you know, if you're into, to, like the internet works on, on TCP IP, or a bit too technical, but you have this thing called the, the OSI reference model, which is basically just, you get to think about these things of layers like the physical stuff at the bottom, the application is at the top and in the middle stuff. And you're kind of trained to find out where in the, in the stack things are broken. In parallel, I was also learning about the Kabbalah and about the tree of life. And it has a similar stack where, you know, you know, you know potential energy is at the top and physical reality is at the bottom and things are trying to get through and you're trying to remove the constraint. <laughs> so, uh, so when I studied digital marketing, when I, when I came across digital marketing, I was like, here's a system where it's the same fundamental information. It's the same systems, but if you do it just right, businesses are fundamentally improved. And, and I was hooked. I was like, yes, um, this is like training wheels for, I, I think the internet is like training wheels for unity consciousness. Like it's, <laughs> it's, uh, you know, in the, in the yoga or the mystic traditions, you have this idea of the Akashic record. We're like we're all you know connected subconsciously to all the, the human knowledge and uh, we all ultimately are part of one human consciousness uh, which is kind of a little bit hard to wrap your head around until and then facebook comes along and you're like oh great we're all connected <laughs> <laughs> not quite <laughs> the same way that they were i know but it's kind of but it's, it's training wheels right it's these yeah. these ideas that um you know so i've always just considered that, that uh so more and more, I'm starting to see the parallels between these things, that it's not, you know, that they're not separate. Um, and if you really get into the, like, the spiritual truth underneath everything, like, where is God not? Yeah. Okay. It's not like there's technology and spirituality. They're actually all spirituality. It's not like there's business and money and your life. They're all kind of the same, you know, like when you get right down to it, it's all made of the same stuff. Definitely. I think that that merging of the two is so important because essentially that's that's pretty much the journey most people go on. Right. Is they're they're figuring out where they fit into the world, in essence. And, you know, yeah. we are taught in systems right from the school system, from societal systems and things like that. And then how you then 
flip that and turn it inwards becomes a whole kind of different conversation if we allow it but when you get to marry the two it becomes really really powerful it's funny you talked about the, the layers there because one of the things that we um we use one of our models is our stress awareness pyramid which is about people literally experiencing stress on three different levels we have the life level where we essentially are you know reacting to life we've got our work we've got our family we've got our finances all the life areas in the middle you've got the health and then at the bottom you've got like the root the foundation of it all so we what we've done with kind of the way that we work with people is a little bit like how you actually describe the your like it systems it system I'm not sure that's quite the right word <laughs> but your yeah. systems is like almost like figuring out okay well where, where is the opportunity where is that the area here that needs to be reconnected or recoded or whatever so that we can actually start to to hit home in the right in the right area and essentially it all leads into each other doesn't it so i'm really curious to know how have you personally navigated those two kind of worlds opposing each other as in this kind of um like your own spiritual journey and trying to almost in essence, try to fit that into what you believed and how you saw the world in, in a sense through kind of the work that you do. Because I'm gonna assume, and please correct me if I'm wrong, that could actually be like really frustrating, actually quite scary, quite disorientating when you're not quite sure, you know, well, I've been taught this over here and this works so simply almost like it's a program and so logical, but this over here doesn't seem that way. So I'm curious to know, one is how did you feel with that kind of conflict that was happening before you've now realized that it's all one? Um, and how did you navigate that? I mean, it's a great question. Um, so, I mean, the way it felt like before it all sort of snapped into place was that it was an unwinnable game, right? That <laughs> right? it's like, you know, you pull one string and then, you know, it's like a, like a big knot, you know, you pull one thing and then three things get stuck and you pull this thing and three other things get stuck. And, uh, and it's just, you know, the effort did not equal progress in any way, shape or form, right? And like the more effort I, I seem to put into it, the less things started to work, right? So. It's just like, ah, you know, just there were a lot of conflicts. Um, and that, that's what it felt like. It felt like, you know, why am I working so hard and not making any money? Like, you know, and especially when I started comparing, like, you know, all my friends and things like that have jobs and they're already bought a house or they're already, you know, it's like you look at the Instagram lifestyle of other people and be like, oh, you know, they seem to have everything going on and I don't, you know, like, why am I so confused? <laughs> right? yeah. Why am I working so hard? You know, and uh, a lot of self-doubt, I think. Um, and then, so the way it, it um, kind of collapsed into some kind of, you know, the way I understand it now, <laughs> and, you know, I'll caveat by saying that I don't think it ever really finishes, <laughs> okay, but this is typically the way I see it now, right, so if you, if you think about your, from your, uh, like the business side, you know, you essentially have your target market and your unique value proposition, right, here are the people that I want to help, and this is how I help them. Where does that come from? Right. How, where, how do we do that? Now, if you flop to the other side about being confused, <laughs> typically this is the, the universe gives us these gifts, but are disguised as problems, right? So the universe will come in and, and give you, uh, you know, <laughs> a problem, like a big problem. Sometimes it's trauma, sometimes it's a situation, sometimes, and then it fucks you up for a while. Okay. But if you're able to metabolize that and get to the other side of that, each of the, like when I talked about my origin story, like my parents got divorced, you know, I dropped out of school, I uh, had some businesses which then were bankrupt, like, and then I had to start again, like all sorts of these things happened to me. But the flip side of that, there's an equal and opposite blessing 
if you're open to it. Okay. And that speeds when the spiritual bit starts to starts to come in, where if it's all in balance, for every trauma, there's an equal and opposite yet unacknowledged blessing. Right? And that's the work to go, okay, something bad happens, you suffer a little bit until you see the unexpected gift, and then you jump up a level. But as you do that, it enables you to turn around and help other people encountering a similar challenge do the same. So that's where, to me, your unique value proposition comes from. All the bumps that we've gone on our, on our journey gives our, our energy a unique flavor, right? So that's the, the game. You connect to the light, you bring it down, you spread it around. But the unique shape that we have by our own little bumpy journey allows us to access it in a specific way and transmit it in a certain way, in a way that certain people are uniquely positioned to receive it, okay? So to me, like that's when marketing works is when you're connecting to the people that are uniquely attuned to be able to receive the thing that you've just got. One hundred percent. Yeah, I, I love um, love what you said about obviously connecting to the light, bringing it down, and then sharing it out. And I think that's the bit that most people get the other way around is when they're in that field trying to start a business or whatever they're doing. It's focusing on the systems and everything first. It's just, I need to get this in place. I need to get this in place. And then afterwards, okay, now then how do I connect to that light? How do I connect to that purpose, that mission and bring it down? No, that's your first step. Because until you connect with that and bring it in and bring it down, you don't know what you need to do. You don't know what people need. You don't know how you can help people. So I love how you said that connect to the light first, bring it in, bring it down, and then spread it about, share it, um, and then start to put your systems in place, your processes, and start to think, okay, what? how can I actually help people now? Now I've connected yeah. with this. How can I help people? Instead of how can I do all these back-end things first, and then once I've done, I'm set up, okay, now what do I do now? <laughs> it's like there's nothing to do. It's like no one to help. Yeah, yeah, 100%. And I think that that starts to speak to some of the, the friction um, with, uh, with, with, you know, with, with this, this whole game is that, like that, you know, you guys talk about that pyramid or like the, the systems that you're building on. Um, you know, I've worked with loads of startups with, you know, businesses on the, the business side. And what they do is they spend millions of dollars, build some amazing tech in the dark, yeah. and then run around and try and say, hey, people buy my awesome thing. Okay. And we do this the same as, you know, spiritual people. You study an NLP course and then you want to go and tell people about how cool NLP is. So you do somatic healing and you want to go tell people about yeah. how cool yeah. somatic healing is, right? Whereas my encouragement is you flip this on its head, right? You start off with people that you care about that have interesting problems and money, okay? And then you go and hang out with them and ask them where they want to go and what's in the way, right? Yeah. Okay. And out of that, they'll tell you, this is where I am, this is what I want to be and what's in the way. And when that, 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 that problem, that, that what's in the way is the foundation of where you start to direct your service is to say, ah, this is how I can use my unique gift, often hard-earned, yeah. to enable that process to happen faster. 100%. And my encouragement is to validate that. You do that one-on-one -on -one first. No funnels, no tech, no systems. You just one-to-one -one human conversations yeah. until you earn money. <laughs> okay. is... Leave all the tech alone. No, 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 <laughs> tech. I love tech, but the tech, it comes after that. Yeah, absolutely. You, you want market validation which is on the tech side right mm -hmm. is that once you've got product market fit in other words you've validated your your, your the, the thing that you're doing 
you can't figure it out yourself. It needs to be reflected in, in the, the words and the experience of the people that you're serving. And so, once they're... <laughs> so interesting that you say that yeah. now. We've just been interviewed for Arabian Business. And that was one of the kind of questions is like, like what, what is, um, you know, what are some of the biggest mistakes that you see people make? And it is that it's like they're bringing to market something they think that people want they're not actually meeting the market where they are in order to be able to actually start to speak their language and start to understand their needs and their desires and the problems and really um, get into that. One of my mentors, um, the guys over at Deng Global, um, definitely anybody listening should look, look those guys up, um, is about you should have a PhD in their problem. Like you should be able yeah. to explain their problem to them better than them before you even start doing anything else. <laughs> it's like yeah. I completely hear you when you're talking about that. And I love that because too many people get paralyzed by the tech and by the system and how big it could all be. And, and like you said earlier, it's like comparing to how other people are doing things. And that really is like a total waste of this beautiful life force energy that we have. And it's really essential to start channeling that as, as, as well as they can and that first point of course I so love that you said that <laughs> is speaking to people <laughs> actually getting out of your own head in your own yeah. way and stepping into that the one bit that everyone leaves for last <laughs> if yeah. at all if at all build everything well we made that same mistake when we first started out we again built everything what we think people need I spent hours and days and months and time and effort and money and then it got to the point of People don't actually need this. Like, <laughs> well, they crap. needed it, but well, not in the way they needed it, but not in the way we. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like, ah, oh, okay, back to the drawing board. And it's like, well, say, and then okay, we need to start with people first, and then build up from that. And it's just so powerful. I think anyone listening, if you're thinking about starting anything, it's like you say, people first. Don't worry about fancy websites and the mm. many expensive tech and products and all this. Go to the people first. Find out what what they want, what they need and go from there and start to build it out from from the center in uh, from center out person build it out it's interesting that you use the word self-doubt earlier there john because that's also another big thing that will hold people back right is either they've got this idea in their head that they think people want they'll either go away and work on it or they will not do either and get stuck in that place of self-doubt so how did you start to overcome any self-doubt perhaps that you experienced in those earlier earlier years i talk to people yeah, yeah. all right i mean that's you know that is that is it's the, the ultimate hack and it sounds simple but I'll, I'll expand on it on a number of different levels right is that um <clears throat> if i feel that i am like my stuff's not doing not any good. <laughs> Best thing to do is pick up the phone and talk to a client. Just check on how they're doing, right? Because it suddenly grounds you in the reality of what's actually going on, yeah. and you remember what it's all about. Okay, so that's like the the, the one thing. The second one is that um, uh, if let's see, like the second part of that um, is that <clears throat> if you think about. I mean, there's a, a series I watched on called like SAS, like the, and the SAS training, right? Yeah. Where they put these people in these like ridiculous situations and stuff, right? But the thing that gets people going, the things that people get through that is not how fit they are or any of that. It's the strength of their why, the strength of their reason. Okay. Because as much as it's all about us, it's not about you. <laughs> okay. It's about the mission. And the mission is to help 
a certain number of people get from here to there. That's what you leave behind. You can't take anything with you. It's the impact that you let, that, that, that you leave behind. That's all. It's the memories. It's the people that you touch, right? So that, like, when you're looking for the motivation, it's not always, yes, you get it from within you, but it's generated from connecting to the people that you care about. It's your family, your people, your tribe, your, your people. You know, that's... Mm -hmm. That's why I say, like, talk to people. Yeah. <laughs> and then definitely. the third aspect to that is generally, if you're feeling some sort of doubt, especially if it's about a person, just phone them. <laughs> One of my, my mentors said to me, uh, I mean, I worked with him at an agency, and he was like, I was like, mm, I'm feeling bad about this time. He said, phone them immediately. It doesn't matter what's going on. Like, you know, just phone them. It's often a signal from the universe that there's something going mm -hmm. on and they're thinking about you, and you phone them immediately. So that's, you know, that's my an antidote to all of that, is just to kind of connect. You know, the antidote to self-doubt. It's generally I'm making some kind of echo chamber in my mind that's not based on facts. Okay. So glad it's you mentioned on, that. It's based on stories that I'm telling myself. Yeah. yeah. And uh, and the fastest way to collapse that that is just, you know, reach out to, to the people that are in your, you know. It's all about the who, not the not the not the why, not the yeah. how. You know, the who comes first. Like who are my people? Like yeah. who, you know, who are my people? What do they want? What's in the way? And then all the other stuff comes after that. Definitely, absolutely. That's again, it just comes back down to that same message uh, we've been speaking about so far is is people first. And yeah. what I'd like to kind of go into now is um, kind of one of the one of the things that you do, which in like you the thing that made you made your name on, which is the lean marketer, and you're the co-founder yeah. of uh, Connected Impact. So, like, what what is that? Tell us a little bit more about that. What what does that mean? We'll talk a bit about the lean marketer. So I did digital marketing for 15 years and I did it, you know, based on Google ads, ran an agency, worked in agencies, did all kinds of stuff, but it kind of came at me in a lot of, un, you know, un, unstructured way. So I was looking for a, a concept, like a, an organizing framework to actually help businesses make money, like have effect. Like, so when I came across the lean framework, um, especially the lean startup and the, uh, the lean canvas, which kind of breaks down all of the, the different marketing components into customer problem solution and then the marketing things or channels uh, and what that unlocked for me for the first while i thought about more success equals more marketing and i thought that i would have more impact in the, you know make more money have more impact by learning more marketing stuff <laughs> but with the you know like but but i found that the facts don't bear that out right if you speak to an seo person they're always like more seo um, and a you know, Facebook person is like more Facebook. That's always the answer. But um, you know, I mean, I've worked with more than four hundred different companies, from uh, funded tech startups in Silicon Valley to you know the, the like an electrician <laughs> uh, from the corner. So a lot of different companies, a lot of different um, frameworks, and I can still. Um, you know, and people would have various different budgets to say, you know, make make stuff happen. Um, so it was like when I initially thought it was, you know, more marketing. Um, and I got the privilege of being able to spend lots of other people's money trying all sorts of different configurations of things, you know, do more ads, you know, like tens of thousands of dollars a month on Google ads. See if you can make the needle move, <laughs> right? you know, like crazy stuff. I mean, the amount of money that's out there, the amount of money that gets wasted is absolutely crazy. Um, but um, 
yes, I've been fortunate enough to be able to work with some, you know, really big brands, really big, um, uh, you know, like high profile startups, but also kind of small to medium businesses as well, and also one man bands. And with the lean framework, started to see what are the fundamental building blocks in that? Um, what are the things that actually move? And basically, the, the key metric is, you know, to what, you know, here's your target market, the people you care about, and ideally, they should have problems and money. Okay. Like, like, there's lots of good you can do in the world, but if you want to run a business, it's people with problems and money. And then to what extent is your marketing intersecting with those people? Right. That's like the key metric of success. Everything else comes after that. You know, are you addressing, do you, are you addressing the, the pain points of those people and are you building a bridge to help them get from here to there? Um, so, so that's kind of my, my journey with that. And it allows me to, uh, to continue to scratch my career, my, my itch on, on building systems and fine. I'm endlessly fascinated with just how people make money. Um, but how Connected Impact got born was, uh, I mean, two, uh, two trigger events. You know, one was my father dying. Uh, he struggled for a long time with uh, Parkinson's and Dewey body dementia um, and eventually died pretty much broke. But my stepmom looked after him and it was like, you know, really, I mean, a lot of crazy trigger stuff. But as I've said, there's always an equal and opposite benefit if you're open to it. Right? And the gift, the message that came through for me out of all of that was don't die with the best stuff left inside of you. It was like a clear message from the universe. Like my dad kind of came back and spoke to me and he was like, son, this is my message. I was like, fuck, okay. <laughs> so I was like, okay, what is my best stuff? You know, what is my best, what is my best stuff? Um, and then the other thing was, you know, COVID and the whole lockdown thing, you know, so suddenly I lost all my clients during the first lockdown and I was sitting there scratching my navel with this message saying, what is your best stuff? And it caused me to really ask some good questions about like, who do I actually, if I can do all of this marketing stuff, who am I, who am I here to serve? Because right. within the, the lean framework, you have this idea of constraints. If people over here, their happy place over there, you're building a bridge. And your marketing system is, you know, there's a lot of moving parts, awareness, consideration, action, you know, leads, sales, delivery, referral, right? There's a continuum. And, you know, look at that and so, and your, your efforts are about removing the constraint. <laughs> okay, somewhere in that system, there's like the smallest gap. And if you, if you can open that gap, it looks as if the whole system moves goes faster right now you can move anywhere except for that gap and nothing will really change okay so you know kind of doing less but not more so when i looked at like why am i here who do i care about i looked at like the planet and going okay where's the constraint that i particularly care about and to me there's you know things are in the world things are happening faster good things happening faster bad things happening faster i believe mostly more good things even though they get way less press yeah because good things tend to happen slowly, bad things tend to happen fast. You know, like footage of a tree growing in the forest, super boring, no one will watch that stuff. <laughs> footage of a tree getting chopped down, ah, panic and go into money. So lots of good stuff is happening, but the same stuff, also a lot of bad stuff, a lot of challenging things, opportunities. And I think there's a big awakening going on right now where people are going, shit, there's a bigger game here. You know, it's, it's, you know, the internet, spirituality, all sorts of things. People are realizing that it's not just about me. We're part of a global community and there is a bigger message here. There is a better life based on your choice if you want it. Right. Now within that, there's a certain number of people that have woken up 
like I see if I visualize the planet, there's these people, like I see these bright sparks kind of going, like I'm waking up, they're connecting to the light and they're starting to spread it around. And they're looking for help, they're looking for resources. Um, I call them the light bringers. <laughs> so, uh, because they're connecting to light, they're facilitating this change. You know, how that manifests is, you know, coaches, practitioners, things that are waking up, they're ejecting from the old system, they're starting to create you know, a new system, a new business for themselves. They want to help and facilitate that transformation. They're accessing their gifts and they want to start giving them to the world. And <clears throat> how do we make this go faster? Right? Like what happens if we could create a million conscious millionaires? Right? If we could take all of those people that were waking up and wanting to get their coaching gig going, their healing gig going, how can we build a bridge for those people to blast through abundance and be able to live the life of their dreams? Okay, so that became the question I was asking. I started to apply all of my marketing stuff to that customer segment. Like, what are you interested in? Like, what, are the, what is the friction? Like, okay, technology is a friction. Okay, cool, that's interesting. Uh, trying to earn money is some friction, interesting. Uh, you know, self-doubt, loneliness, right? Because if you're a business owner, it's a pretty lonely existence by itself. Being a business owner with a spiritual path as well, there's even less people you can talk to about your stuff, the stuff. Like most of the friends you had, you know, they generally don't get it. And right. even the ones that are your friends will try and protect you from what they perceive as very risky behavior. Yep. Okay. So, so Connected Impact was my, my, my passion project to say, how do we build the system? How do we make that whole thing go faster? Um, and I started to build, you know, using all my marketing stuff to understand what is the pathway. How do we assemble that trajectory in a way that uh, is the most, you know, <clears throat> avoids most of the bullshit and allows people to, you know, self-actualize, to get freedom. Right? Think about what your why is. Most people, they want freedom. They want to be able to live life on their own terms. That's why they left the corporate job. That's why they left the other stuff. And to me, how I measure that is 100,000 pounds a year, 10,000 pounds a month. Okay. Well, 10,000 pounds a month and two months off. Okay. <laughs> okay. Like it's a nice round number and it's, it's easy enough to get to, um, you know, at that level of income, there's probably more than you, you need, but I'm like, I'd rather overdo it. But it's at that level, people stop, you know, they stop going, why are you doing that thing? And going, what are you doing there? Yeah. <laughs> All right. And that's the, like, yeah, let's solve the hell out of this problem. Um, and also in my last, my, my last tax year, I hit hundred thousand pounds. So I'm gonna feel like, okay, I've just done this and guess what, I'm gonna turn around now and go, this is how I did it, but avoid the stuff. It doesn't need to take you 20 years. <laughs> this is the stuff I wanna to do to make it, make it go faster. So Connected Impact is, um, you know, it's, it's a community with resources. Mm. So um, <clears throat> uh, there's a couple of things in there. So if people want to on the spiritual path and wanna make money, this is the place I want you to come hang out. Mm. And uh, let's go faster. <laughs> I, I really, really love what, what you do. And obviously a big part of what you do and a big part of your message and your mission is about doing good, right? It's like you said, it's about yeah. helping people that bring in the light so that they can have that ripple effect and you can essentially see a change in the world. But I want to touch on something that you just said there about potentially like one of the the obstacles in the way for somebody is the idea of actually making money in the first place and something i've definitely seen and toyed with myself as well is like at what point like there's this conflict of wanting to make money but then wanting to also give it all away for free and i've seen that this is such a trend and it's like such a a block for a lot of people to to move into action um so i'd really be curious to kind of hear your take on that mm. so it's interesting i mean <clears throat> um this 
people that have money behave differently to people that don't. <laughs> okay. All right. So I keep on like the foundation of a business is people with problems and money. Okay. So we as, as you know, do-gooders, you know, we want to give it all away for free. Okay. But we also need to earn money. So there's people in the world that have money and problems and people in the world that have no money and also problems. And we tend to want to help these people and try and make a living out of this. Yeah. Okay. This is counterintuitive. Like mathematically, it does not make sense. <laughs> okay. So my whole approach to this is to say, let's help these people that have problems and money. Because if you think about the, the different gateways, like the first increment is about $20,000 or 20,000 pounds a year, at which point you are no longer poor. <laughs> okay. You're not worried about homeostasis. Okay. The next increment is about 80,000, right? At which point you have, you can buy all the toys, you can do all those things. At that point, money stops being a motivator for happiness. Yeah. Okay, so my question is, what do those people want? <laughs> okay, they're a great question. And this is what we talk about people with problems and money, yeah. right? What they want generally is more time or some kind of experience or some kind of perspective, mm -hmm. right? They've got money, what they don't have is, a way of feeling better, a way of de-stressing, a way of dealing with that persistent internal conflict, right? A way of uh, associating with people that they care about. And this is what as spiritual people have been put on this earth to do to facilitate that transition, right? So like think about, so my, my, my whole mission is, <clears throat> my model is to say, spend a small portion of your time providing kick-ass experiences for people that have more money than they need. <laughs> What do they, I mean, if you, if you made a million dollars a year, like what would you spend your money on? I mean, probably experiences, right? <laughs> okay. So this is kind of how I unpack it is that people that have money want other things. They want things to go faster. And that if you build your business in that kingdom, it allows you to, to create those transformations. Build, do one-to-one -one high value stuff, and then take those models and those basically sell it, then build it, get paid to build the frameworks, build the infrastructure that you can then give away to people that, that don't have money. Yeah. So it's two different missions. Yeah. One is, you know, if you want to solve the money game, because money is just energy, right? We have a, you know, if you don't have enough, it, it has a very icky, like, oh, oh, kind of energy to it. Get that regularly, <laughs> okay? Like, make money, spend it all, and then go back to scarcity and panic and then have to make more, and it's like, it's a thing. Um, uh, but, um, if you have more money than you need, and especially if you're talking to people that have more, that have disposable income, right? Because companies that make a profit have a budget for personal development. They have a budget for staff well-being. They have a budget for marketing. And it's money that's allocated that needs to be spent on that stuff. <laughs> right? Okay, they have to get rid of it. Otherwise, it gets taken away, right? So there's all this spare money out there that's been earmarked for exactly what you're doing. My encouragement is go and help that get done, get done and get spent responsibly and deliver that, that, that result. Because if you're, if what you're doing is worth more than you're selling, and it's part of what I, what I teach in Connected Impact, and it's like, is how to articulate that, mm. um, you know, just build a bridge so that people can get from here to there, right? If you can help a stressed out CEO get eight hours of his weekend back, how much would he pay for that if, he's, if his salary is $2 million a year? <laughs> <laughs> exactly probably some portion of that what else is he going to spend on he wants to get some of his family back all right and if that you know if that coaching program costs two thousand pounds or ten thousand pounds it's just sitting in a, in a bank account there and he's earmarked it for that stuff anyway 
and I think where, where people, you know, where this trauma comes from is past triggered, uh, like um, from my own experiences is um, I tend to think people think about money the same way I did when I didn't have any, mm. right? Which is not, it's, not, it's just, it's just not true. Um, whereas um, it all comes down to spending time with the people that you actually want to help and understand what their, what their mission is. Um, Absolutely. So uh, I, I completely obviously agree with like I was I had that old school mentality about money is like it's hard to get there's not enough of it. Um, and but then when you're doing something that has it that has an impact in the world and you're trying to help more people, money becomes a vital resource to help more people. And it's like it's money's not it's not evil. It's basically it's what you do with the money that counts is like, you want to help more people earn more money. You can impact the world in a in a in a in a in a bigger way. Um, when you like you said, you see money as energy. It's a resource. It's not a it's not the be all and end all. It's a resource to what you yeah. want to do, who you are, and how you're showing up in the world. So my question yeah. to you is like, if I came to you, I've got all these big plans. I want to impact the world in a big way, but I, I'm, I'm struggling to earn money. How how do you how would you help me? The first thing I would work on is your offer. Okay, so that that's the foundation of all of these things. Before you build any tech, before any, any of these things, and there's kind of a couple of elements to the offer. The two most important ones is who's your you know who are the people you want to help, and where what is the transformation you're facilitating for them. Okay, like you know I want to help these people get from here to there without that, right? And that's where you start off with with, with you know that uh, it doesn't take any money to start sketching that out and say, based on my life experiences, these are the skills that I have, who can I help and get from here to there? And then think, you know, what would they spend? I call it the magic wand number. You know, if you could guarantee that they would get there, what's it worth to them to make that change? And your pricing is, you can start with around about 20% of that, okay? <clears throat> Rough guess. And then you go out and start talking to those people and ask them, where are you now? Where do you want to be? What's in the way? Do you want help? <laughs> if you want help, this is what help looks like. This is what help costs. When do you want to start? Repeat. Okay. It's, and it's the repeat yeah. that people, you know, that you just repeat. And each time you do that, it's going to get clearer. It's going to get clearer. And when people start saying yes, money problems starts becoming over. I mean, it still takes work. And I think, um, you know, there's a kind of like a toxic positivity thing that's like, oh, all I need to do is meditate and I'll make lots of money. Bullshit. <laughs> okay. Um, you know, I think running a business is one of the most triggering things you can do. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's going to bring up all your trauma. It's going to bring up all your bullshit. But I think that's why I love it as a spiritual journey. Because it's, it's like, it's easy to be spiritual in the absence of resistance. Yeah. Okay. But building a business triggers all of those things. And then that's where you start to be a product of the product. You start to be able to model the way. And I think those are the kind of people that like the world needs right now, fucking warriors, okay? That can like stand in the fire and not get burnt and say, cool, the world can be going shit around me, but it's still just, you know, I'm still here. As long as the inside of my skin is intact, well, we can operate this space, we can, we can do things. And create your own reality, not living in societal reality or what exactly governments and society kind of imposes yeah. on you this is how you should live this is something's happened in the world this is how you're supposed to, to react uh, no i'm gonna go the other way <laughs> yeah and make yeah. a difference you keep building exactly you start to react and sort of instead sort of, sort of um yeah respond and not react uh, 
I love John how how you bring it back to to the basics in in many ways that people forget or try to move quickly over, right? Because it yes, it was well, it's everything obviously that we've already discussed so far today from being led by your own light and then what does that look like and then relating it to the people the problem um you know where are they do they have the money all of those things and then the offer and i think the real power and the real work happens when people have the courage to continually show up even after perhaps the first six months they don't suddenly arrive at where it is they think they're going to arrive in their own mind and um, so what would you say to somebody that might be listening to this and is actually thinking do you know maybe i'm not cut out for this at what point do i throw in the towel and um, how do i keep that courage to stand in the fire um, i take it always back to first principles it's like you're gonna die <laughs> okay <laughs> fact okay all right until now and then opportunity okay now you can do something with that time um whatever you want to do with it whatever you want to do with the time and, and when you start to think about it in that sort of finite space what do you want to fill the time with um and you know do you how how you know how dedicated are you really to doing this thing um and if you would literally rather die than pursue your purpose then we've got something you you know something to build on um and you know, from there, it's then from, you know, your purpose to, to who, you know, and, and connecting with, 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 with who, you know, who are you spending time with, um, you know, who are you speaking to, to the client wise. Um, and, you know, kind of mapping out this journey to 100,000 pounds a month. Um, I mean, to, I mean, that's my personal goal now, I'm still working that out, but 100,000 pounds a year. <laughs> uh, I mean, realistically, it's about three years. <laughs> I have seen people do it faster. Um, you know, I could probably do it probably a lot, you know, like way faster. But um, you know, like I'd probably say slow the hell down. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Like a destination, you know, direction is more important than velocity. Yeah. Um, you know, you can still you can still there's incremental wins along the way. It's not like, oh, one day when I get this thing, uh, then it'll it'll finally happen. Um, I mean, I've tried to map out the roadmap as, as, as best I can um, by you know, leaving out the gaps, but it still takes work. Yeah. Uh, it still takes work. And I think, you know, if you're going to do this because you're running away from something, you probably shouldn't do it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, you know, running a business is hard. Uh, it's totally worth it. <laughs> but, you know, it, it's, um, you know, I mean, I don't know. One part of me is like, oh, it'll all be easy. It'll all be fine. I have all the answers. And it's like, nah. <laughs> I think that the, the truth is that the, the journey is not about having some kind of shortcuts that the problems become smaller. Yeah. All right. Um, it's more about the journey of who do you need to become so that the problems become insignificant. Um, like, yes, I have a group program. Yes, I, you know, I've simplified the technology stack. Yes, I you know, can show you how to do lead generation without any. Yeah. Uh, without any ads and all that sort of stuff which is great but at some point you're still going to encounter some kind of resistance within yourself and i think that's the journey if you're addicted to the journey of becoming bigger of becoming more of being able to contain more power um you know th that is the exciting thing then i think you know you're going to do it anyway like yeah. nothing's going to stop you yeah. 
<laughs> exactly. Absolutely. It's so funny because that's so true in all areas of life. We speak about that with our clients all the time. It's like, who are you choosing to show up as in this moment, yeah. in the next moment? What what are you intentionally putting into your into your future, into your present moment? How are you showing up? Because you know what you just said there is about who you become. It's <laughs> that that's the truth of it all isn't it really i think because yeah. and i love 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 so much that you brought it back to our own mortality um honestly every time that because it does it it makes you really think and stop you in tracks and be like okay if i had like a year to live what would i be doing if i had 10 years and i yeah. knew what would i be doing how would i want to live i was hit by a truck tomorrow <laughs> am i proud of what i've achieved until now or well at least i'm working towards and if I think the answer is yes to that, you're already winning. You're already successful, regardless of the number in the bank account. So I think it's, it's yeah. about, you know, blazing that trail, isn't it, in the first place? Yeah. Yeah. And I think, yeah, so then, then it's blazing that trail, then building, you know, once you start there, it's like one-to-one, one, you know, understanding what are the people that you need to, to, to help. But then to me, building a business is ultimately, you know, building that bridge so that it operates even without you. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So that it'll keep doing it even after you've gone. And yeah. I think that's the difference between like being a healer and being a business, you know, building a system that enables you to scale that, that transformation. Exactly. Um, you're living a legacy. We're... Yeah. So you leave that legacy that lives beyond you. And that still yeah. helps people after you've gone as well. Yeah. And that's the power behind it is it's, it, it just carries on. And you see that so many amazing influential people um, that are no longer with us anymore. They're, uh, their work just carries on you keep hearing their name everywhere their work keeps popping up everywhere and that's the power of that legacy is you're building something that is going to outlive everyone <laughs> yeah mm. yeah so uh yeah opportunity definitely <laughs> awesome um so just before i also want to be conscious of your time as well because i know you've got another appointment but before you leave us is is there anything else you feel our listeners really need to know from you any kind of final words of wisdom before we I'll close off this conversation. I think, I mean, we've covered a lot of, 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 of um, what I, I wrote here next to things, connect to the end point, right? Mm -hmm. um, and what I mean is by, by that is, um, you know, we, we tend to think of, you know, this building a mission, you know, building a business, you know, uh, uh, you know, delivering impact is something that's happening over there. <laughs> okay, yeah. and it's like a counterintuitive of, 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 of trap is that it's not about you know the the the, the, the you know, is is that if you imagine the person who you are over there and bring that person into today, then you start enjoying that now, right? Start showing up as that person now. You don't need to wait to be happy. You don't need to wait to be successful. Once you understand and once you, you claim that purpose, it's like it's already there and now you get to enjoy the process. Um, so I think that's the, um, the piece I would want to connect with. This is the, the way and the energy that you bring to all of this stuff. It's not like, don't let success be over there. Like win every day, you know, give yourself permission to be like, you're, you're already a winner. Like you're a child of God. You're a, you're a direct manifestation of the infinite creative energy that created everything. Right. So start there. Like just give yourself yeah. permission to just, you know, just act yeah. from there nice. and uh, and then enjoy the process. Awesome. When, when you start embodying it, that's when you start to realize that it really is kind of like 80% energy, 
20% yeah. strategy, yeah. right? And to a point, yeah. <laughs> to a point that yeah. doesn't I mean, make you like just meditate, chill. But, but also send invoices. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you, know, you can meditate while you're sending invoices. You know, like they're all, exactly. they're all part, of, part, of, exactly. part of the same Exactly. It can all work together. I love it. Listen, um, John, where can our listeners find you? Um, I mean, the, 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 the jumping off point, if you're interested in this journey, um, for me, you know, the whole 80-20 of the entire process is, um, you know, conversations with people with money, people with problems with money, and out of all the social media stuff, LinkedIn is the place to start, because it's the easiest place to go and find those people, in, in my experience, because you can literally see their faces and what they do and just reach out and start talking to them. So to me, if you're interested in that journey, if you're interested in kind of what I'm doing, connectedimpact.online is the website. And there's a free course, a free LinkedIn course there for you know spiritual people nice. to start to get started on. There's nice. a free course. That's the best place. That's the best place to start. You go and start there. Everything else will kind of take care of itself. You'll join from there. My newsletters. You'll get invited to events. Um, I do an event every um, <clears throat> every Thursday. Some free training on some aspect of of what I call the the conscious business accelerator system, the path to 100k, and um, yeah, that's honestly that's that's the best place to start that's my my main focus right now uh linkedin obviously is a great place to connect with me yeah search for me john daniels and yeah i'm, I'm all about like finite <laughs> like one thing do one thing pick one thing and let's go and join the course go and get the course and yeah, that's the trigger it'll, it'll, it'll pick every it'll kick awesome. everything else from there yeah, we'll put all those links in the show notes for anyone who's watching so or listening so they can easily find everything you've just mentioned there. Super. John, thank you so much for your time today. Thanks for hopping on and giving us your insights. Um, I think it's really going to help our listeners to do good and make more money, which is a win-win for everybody exactly. when there's positive intent behind it. <laughs> Fantastic. I love you guys' energy. Thank you so much for having me. And I really support your mission. And uh, yeah, see you on the on the beaches of the world. If you enjoyed this episode and you haven't done so already, hit that subscribe button so you never miss an episode. Then share it with a friend who you think might benefit. Spread the word. That's how we're going to impact the world by helping each other. We appreciate you so much and as always, unconditional love and wellness to you.